0: Talk Live. Come and watch us there and join the conversation live with us in real time. Your participation helps drive the conversation. Now, let's get on with today's show. Well, good morning, internets. My name is Jeff Verder. I am the Chief Technology Evangelist here at Rackspace Technology. Oh, boy, do we have a fun show for you today. Guys, uh, as always, I'd love to know who is in attendance today. So, you know what? Introduce yourself in those little comments right there. And uh, let me know who you are and where you are. Also, if you're a Racker, we get a lot of Rackers watching this, which is really kind of awesome. And boy, do we have a cool guest for you today. And if you guys want to get a hold of uh, any of us here on the production team, feel free to just reach out uh, with email at Uh, yeah, I hope I'm still streaming and, um, Doesn't look like I am. Well, folks, this is not good. here. Am I back? All right. Hey, internet issues over here, guys. So let's, uh, let's keep rolling with it. Hey, um, introduce yourselves. We got a few messages coming in. You'll see them on the screen. Hey, there they are. Uh, glad you guys have uh, taken the time to be a part of the conversation. It's going to be a really fun one today. I've got a, a, a just a great old friend. He's not that old, but I've, I've known him for a good long time, and uh, and we are going to talk about storytelling in 2022 and all the tech that there is. But I think John would tell you there's really only one tech that you need. But we'll get into that here shortly. Now uh, we got um, Chandon from India is here with Charlotte's uh, Louise from Charlotte. South Carolina. Holy cow, look at all of these coming in. I'm so glad all of you guys are here. Hey, Todd's here. Great racker. And um, a fun bunch of folks from India. You guys make up almost the largest audience. Thank you so much for joining in. Glad that you are here. Hey, Joseph is here. Hi, Joseph. All right, friends, and let's... Uh, Let's get in with the show, shall we? We'll move on. If I find all the right buttons to push, it'll make it a lot easier. There we go. And uh, as always, we are going to start with um, with this week in cloud. And uh, it's all the updates that are happening in the news. Now, when I go and I start looking uh, for stuff to post about in doing search on cloud, all I get all week <clears throat> is the news from Microsoft's earnings. Guys, they blew it out of the water, apparently. And, uh, and everybody's pretty happy about that. The stock is crazy high. Um, you know, this cloud thing, it might be around for a while. Uh, their earnings were they beat the estimates, they thought it was going to be the uh, the analysts were thinking it was going to be more about 50 billion, but they were 51.7 billion. By the way, when you're talking about uh, when you're talking about uh, the, the decimal points, and you're talking the billions, that's a lot. Hey, we got LinkedIn users from Denver. We got folks from San Antonio. Sidig from San Antonio. Mexico City. I do love Mexico City. Hey, this next uh, article is a bit of research, but it makes me want to actually introduce an interesting customer to you because they're doing some really, really cool work. So there was this uh, bit of research that came out from Research and Markets about how this industry around water management is being enabled so much by technology. And it's not necessarily one that you would think jumps first to mind and um, But they're doing digital twins, AI, ML. The customer I wanted to mention to you, I was on with these guys uh, with an AWS kickoff and their uh, transparency, they're a Rackspace customer, which is why I know a lot about them, is they have this whole water management SaaS-based platform for all the water operators. It's used all the way around the world. And uh, and the work that they're doing there around digital twins, around machine learning models to help them forecast for the future about budgets and what needs maintained and what doesn't, uh, where the big issues are, some really interesting stuff. Guys, technology is being used, this cloud stuff is being used in ways and in industries that we really probably didn't see it as much before. And the cloud, while they, while they were always using technology, desktop, client, server type stuff, it's the cloud. To AI and ML, that's really enabling them to operate their business at, at such an efficient way, but also in a way that uh, is allowing them to, um, uh, to make a big impact from an ecological point of view because they're just operating in uh, the, the water stuff better and it's better for the environment, which is really pretty cool. All right, so let's uh, let's move on. It's going to be the cloud releases now. Let's see what is new from our cloud providers. Now, Amazon announces the Elastic File System Replication. And this, I almost didn't put this one up, but it actually really intrigued me because when they start talking about the availability that they're getting with this, it is, now wait for it, we're all used to when we talk about availability. Oh, does it have, is it 99 point something? Uh, and then we start measuring, is it four nines? Is it five nines? Well, availability for Amazon EFS, 11 nines. That's right, 11 nines of uh, durability and high availability. Amazon's doing some cool work. Got to give it to them. All right, let's jump over to Azure for just a second. <clears throat> and uh, hey, Cena uh, is here. We're glad to see you. Now, when we look at what's going on in Azure... Azure NetApp files has a bunch of new, uh, features, whether it is new, um, regions that they're available in or cross-region replication across U.S. West, U.S. East, NetApp, uh, you know, don't count them out, guys. They are an amazing company doing amazing work. And more and more you're going to find where, where companies are treating their data assets uniquely separate and, uh, and, and making really interesting decisions about them as they look at their entire cloud environment. All right. So watch uh watch file stuff. Now uh Anthos over at Google clusters on VMware, all those numbers is now available. And uh, and this just, you know, it's it's fascinating. Anthos is a really interesting tool that allows it uh, allows you to take that that Google Kubernetes experience anywhere you want to, even out into VMware, even out into Azure and into AWS. I love it when one cloud infects another. What do you think about that? Hey, we got somebody in from Pakistan. I'm so glad that you are here. I don't know if we've ever had anybody from Pakistan before. Hey, if you are interested in learning more about any of the articles that I talked about or about the, uh, the news art items, you can find that just one simple page over at uh, www.rackspace.com solve slash 87. This is 87, uh, the 87th episode of a Cloud Talk or a Cloud Talk Live. And uh, and you'll be reassured that there's nobody who's going to sell to you on that page. That's Rackspace's Thought Leadership. Solve is Rackspace's thought leadership platform. And uh, and you can it's it's a it's a sales-free zone. All right, let's move on to the job of the day. Uh there is some um You know, there are just so many great opportunities at Rackspace right now. And if you're an Azure person and you're a technical person and you understand how that impacts the business, I'd encourage you to follow that link about to solve slash 87 and look at the job posting for the uh, Azure architect responsible for providing technical leadership and direction with good business understanding to the managed Azure product. So guys, if this is an interest to you, go check that out maybe even apply for it. then you can hang out with with myself and producer Daniel all day long. So that's Rackspace.com slash solve. 87. Now, the audio from this at your request comes out through the Cloud Talk podcast channel. So, if you're not already subscribed and you miss one of these, go subscribe to Cloud Talk anywhere you can find your, your podcasts. And, <clears throat> uh, and you'll be able to get the audio from these anytime. Of course, you can always go back to LinkedIn or YouTube and find it as well. But I uh, always love for you guys to subscribe. We have a great episode coming out tomorrow. Uh, I think you would really enjoy it. Uh, and it will be only available through that channel. Well, that brings us up to the cloud discussion. Now, this is something I'm super excited about. Now, I wanted to bring this little graphic up. And I bring it up because it's it's what we did yesterday on the Rackspace Live. But look at the quality of the graphics that we generated for the ad that went out on LinkedIn. There was one company that we used to make all of these graphics. Now, that company is Canva. And today, I have the great, great pleasure of having... Um, Come on, my little graphics. My good, oops, go back. Go back. I Want to see John's picture? You want to see John's picture. There he is. John, I tell John and I worked uh, years ago at Rackspace together. A uh, s- lot of the same projects, a lot of the same stuff. And I am just super excited to be able to bring him up because he has spent the past many years now working over at Canva. And uh, so let's, let's go ahead and bring John to the day, ta- up to the stage. John, welcome to cloud talk live.
1: Hey Jeff, good to be here.
0: Hey, so glad that you're here. Now we go back a little ways, don't we, John?
1: <laughs> I was going to say, yeah, outed yeah, me here, but yeah, I'm a former Racker, and uh, yeah, we, we've we've uh, you know got gone back and uh, done done hard time together. Obviously, uh, and solved many a business challenge and problem together, and 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 talked barbecue as we as we joked about before uh, you right. know, before this year.
0: Well, it, barbecue is always a good thing to talk about. Hey, but, you know, when you were at Rackspace, we were we, you, know, you and I together were helping solve you know some customer problems, usually by schlepping some infrastructure their direction because they had an app they wanted to run in some location. And, you know, for me, of course, it was all SharePoint and Exchange and all that Microsoft-y stuff. Pause for a second. Somebody's here from Turkey. We've never had anybody Today's in so from course. Turkey. Isn't that really cool? <laughs> um, so, uh, but now you're over at Canva. How long have you been at Canva?
1: So just a little over two years now.
0: Interesting. Now tell me that what's, what's different about, you know, you're now um, helping to, pro to, to get that service, the canvas service out to individuals in industry to enterprises, you know, you're solving different problems these days. Tell me about those problems.
1: Yeah, it's funny. And there's, there's a lot of similarities, similarities and parallels to what we did together. So I'll, I'll bring it back and it's, you know, it's kind of fun to see, you know, patterns emerge and, and, and new things, you know, you know, creep up, but also, you know, history repeating itself here, but, you know, Canva's, you know, his mission is to to help the world design and create more effectively. They started out helping consumers. That was the yeah. kind of genesis story. The founders, you know, realized that for consumers, it was really hard to, you know, create things like social posts, social posts, birthday cards, uh, you know, things things that you wanted to do. You needed a graphic designer. You needed expensive licensing. So they gave, yeah. you know, the the world this free uh, software that was, you know, packed with. You know lots of great you know robust feature set that really empowered you know consumers to go out and design and create more effectively uh, and they they did it for free they still do it for free to this day so if anybody you know is interested in trying it out i'd encourage you to to, to sign up for a canva account but uh you know the other part of the story is that you know they they eventually said okay we've got to we've got to figure out how to make money and, and and pay bill pay the bills here and so about three years in they they said okay who else has this this kind of design challenge it would be small businesses right and so um you know we created our pro platform which is geared at helping small businesses design and create uh you know more effectively and so i would love to use the example of if my wife was uh you know a big time baker and she wanted to open a cupcake shop she quickly learned with her love of baking that she needs you know social media posts you know mm-hmm. business cards letterhead all those things and she couldn't afford a designer and so you know for nine dollars a month that's what our pro platform does and then uh you know the the, the last part of this is you know, actually, what, what you alluded to here, Jeff, we've now uh, taken it into the enterprise. Actually, the enterprise started pulling us in there. We started to see you know, teams at big companies starting to use our platform more and more, um, which really surprised us because we said, OK, you know, folks at big companies uh, you know, typically have big marketing teams. They've got you know, graphic designers They've got agencies. They've got all these resources at their disposal. Um, and so we went out and interviewed those users to find out kind of what was going on here, who they were, you know, why why were they using this this platform that we didn't think was really purpose-built for them. Uh, and we quickly found out that there's a lot of people, you know, like yourself, like me, um, that want to create uh, and design. And when they go to the designers, you know, they tend to be, you know, uh, inundated with, with, you know, all the requests from the business. And so yeah. simple tasks almost get deprioritized and just it's hard for them to get to them. And so uh, you know, these users said, Hey, I can, I can create that myself if I use Canva. Uh, and so it allows the teams now to work more effectively and also, you know, allows the designers to actually focus on the things that really matter. And so, uh, you know, kind of mm-hmm. like we were solving cloud problems together. Right. Um, you know, I, I, I've heard people say that design is now the new it, which, which I thought was a kind of funny analogy, Interesting. Um, <laughs> but yeah, the, the thought on this is that, look, it used to be the bottleneck in the business, uh, you know, for rolling out software projects, things of that nature, and then the cloud came out, and it became you know much easier to to get things into production uh, and eliminated that bottleneck. And I think that same thing is happening, you know, with design teams now. Design teams yeah. have always been historically small, and they haven't scaled and grown with the uh, with the needs of the business. Uh, and then you know, if you you, you kind of yeah you know, pack that with. You know, people are now wanting to do more uh, communicating through, you know, social posting like, like you do, Jeff, if they want to start a podcast, if they want to uh, create a brand online, you know, they, they can now do that using uh, using our tools. So that's kind of the, you know, the, the genesis story, what we're doing today and you know, how it really kind of parallels a lot of the things that we uh, we saw together and some of the challenges we faced.
0: Yeah, you know, some of the problems that we we were solving was rogue IT a lot of times, weren't we? So you'd have people who'd go out and, you know, just swipe a credit card somewhere and end up with a lot of extra IT. Well, the, the thing that uh, that impressed me is you guys took me through some of the tooling in Canva. You know, for the for the for the small business user, they can get in and do everything they need to do, create a little template, they can have a color palette that somebody might define for them. But there are ways for the for workflow approvals, for design consistencies. So you can still get your graphic design people to have control, but now people can 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 create content on their own, self-serve, but still be part of the same, you know, corporate branding design setup.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. That's, that's the key is that we want to, you know, give them freedom within a framework and empower them to, to do their work more effectively. And, and, you know, if done correctly, you know, there's a lot of great brands that I think are disruptive that are on the platform today using it. And, and they've, they've seen their employees as a megaphone. They want to give Canva to all of their employees because they say, you know, the, the sales team should be out, you know, c- you know, creating content, creating a brand, you know, representing us. We want the marketing team to do it. We want, you know, the, the corporate comms team to do it. And look, if, we can, if they can minimize that burden on the designers and allow the designers to really focus on the things that really matter to the business, like the, the website, the, you know, the logo refresh, the brand redesign. All the things that really get them energized to to come to work every day that that just makes for a more efficient process.
0: Well, and the reason I wanted to have you on and and why, guys, I thought this was an important conversation is we all know that there are some amazing high power tools to do the fanciest in graphic design, the Adobe Illustrator, the Photoshop, all of that stuff, stuff that costs thousands of dollars and requires some skills to really create Um, the right outcomes and and, and whatnot. Now that requires, you know, it is now that like the Adobe suite is now utilizing a lot of AI and ML stuff that's happening in the cloud to empower these trained graphic designers to do what they do. And what we see in this transformation is a direct parallel between, again, I'm going to go back to John and I's early days where we were trying to fill up servers in a Rackspace data center. That was our mission. That was our, our, our goal. Um, and now it's not about a server. It's about a service. It's about speed to delivery. It's about outcomes as opposed to boxes and and software SKUs. And, uh, and that's one of the things that impresses me so much about what Canva is doing. Not just, not just that, but of course, the vision you're on. You mentioned, of course, the free stuff. Hey, I want to do an invite for a baby shower or you know, come up with the example. Um, and now really being able to make this an enterprise grade application that, uh, you know, that you don't need to go spin up servers for. And it's just available as a service. And as I've said a million times, if you can buy something as a service, buy it as a service and don't mess with hardware. And uh, um, the other aspect is is, he is so, John. As you think about you know where Canva is going, are you hearing some really interesting? Tell us some, some of the stories you're hearing about how people are utilizing the tool.
1: Yeah, no, I think that's that's you know the, the the fun part. You know, I do think I joined the company right as the pandemic happened. So mm. you know, the last two years, you know, for for me, like everybody's, has been very interesting. But I think why that's important to this journey is I do feel like you know when when I when I joined the pandemic, you know happened almost immediately after that, and we were immediately distributed. And so I think the demands and needs of, you know, creative, uh, you know, spiked, and we weren't able to walk up to the desk of our designers anymore and <laughs> ask for those things. And so, you know, the tool really has been, I think, a powerful enabler to help, you know, these folks that are now scattered, right. distributed, uh, to be able to create, uh, you know, more effectively, they're also collaborating, you know, we've got whiteboarding uh, you know built into our platform right now and so I think that that's you know one of the things that's been really helpful Feature I missed I didn't see that one yeah yeah that's uh, there more to come on the collaboration suite too but I think that's you know the neat thing is we can't you know all be in a room together right now and be at a whiteboard or you know, many can't and so it's great to be able to do that you know with with yeah. canva um, but the more exciting thing I you know I love is that the company is extremely purpose uh, you know driven and, and, and we have great core values and we want to use designed to make an impact in the world and so i think just as much as you know enabling you know businesses we want to help every teacher every classroom uh you know work more effectively they were so disrupted you know just you know during the pandemic here many schools still haven't returned back to in person right and so to be able to use you know canva for coursework i think is really great i think the canva my for favorite coursework story. nice yeah, yeah yeah we have an education version which allows teachers to assign, you know, coursework to students and allows them to work through it uh, together. You know, again, online distributed, which is great. We created a whole bunch of, you know, in the beginning you know, a lot of, you know, families became the teachers, right? And so they had to do homeschooling in, in a lot of these cases. And so we created a lot of, you know, templates and curriculum in our education platform to help, you know, moms, dads that are now, uh, you know, being thrust into the to, to the teaching world to be able to do it more effectively. And so that was, you know, one of my favorite things. And then the other one that was really neat is, you know, one of our big features is called background remover that, that everybody raves about. I don't know if you've used it before, Jeff. Uh, I didn't use that feature yet. No. Oh, uh, it's pretty neat. You got to find, uh, yeah, f- find find a picture and you know utilize it. But it uses AI to find the edges of our, you know. So if you were uh, to update a, you know, or upload a picture of you or I, and use background remover, it would find the edges of, you know, my shirt, my my face, my head, and it would remove this stone background from me behind, you know, behind me, and it allows you to overlay it on you know, whatever you want. And it's, you know, like 99% accurate with, with AI. I think designers are blown away when they see this because in in Adobe, it's a, it's a pretty tedious task to be able to find. Yeah. To trace so all around is, and get the stuff you missed and I've done that. Yeah. 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 And so that's, that's actually been enabled through a company we acquired uh, and they yeah. have the, uh, you know, the technology, but their next you know product that we're going to be rolling out is video background remover. And, really? uh, you know, it's, it's already actually, you know, uh, in, in trial and they, they have it as a standalone product here, but it's been great for using, uh, you know, for people who need green screen, who can't go back into a studio. Right. Uh, but, but the reason I bring this up is the most powerful, uh, use case I saw during this time that that really hit home for me was, you know, many of the, the seniors who were graduating from college, you know, weren't able to have a graduation, uh, you know, as many know. And so you really, you know, kind of feel for them. They didn't get to have that ceremony walk and uh, be able to get their diploma. And so using uh, Kaleido's, you know, video background remover, we actually empowered a couple of colleges to be able to, you know, film graduating seniors who are walking across their living room. uh, And then we were able to remove the living room and overlay, you know, the campus as a background and be able to give them you know the closest thing to that experience right. uh, that one could get during this time, and so it's you know it's really neat. I like I said, I I get excited about the businesses we enable, but I really get even more excited about the impact that we can use this tool to uh, to to drive here. Yeah, well,
0: you're certainly making the case that they're a a purpose driven organization. And folks, if you haven't um, gone back and if you're not familiar, of course, with the history of Canva, um, you'll find linked over at that. Uh, the rackspace.com slash solve slash 87. You'll find a link to the Guy Raz, uh, how I built this uh, episode with Melanie Perkins, the, the, the founder in uh, one of my favorite episodes. So I'd encourage you to, and it's one of my favorite podcasts, um, yeah. but go check that one out. That's a great listen. So, John, you've given us a little bit of a, a hint about what's coming in the future. Any secrets you can tell us on this? Not
1: so, <laughs> you, want the, not, you want the juice, right here? Uh, I do. Want know, the juice? It's just you and I, and about yeah, a couple hundred just a couple other of, people. Just a couple of friends and from people, people from all around the world here. Uh, well, uh, you know, between us, you know, friends and you know, family around the world here. Yeah, you're going to see a lot more of the, I would say, the, the business-related use cases come out uh, yeah. from us, and so. One that I'm really excited about that we'll be talking a lot about this year is that you know we acquired a company that uh, is really prominent in the data visualization space, uh, oh, and so nice. if you can imagine, uh, you know they've powered a lot of the you know a lot of the you know news sites who you know were doing COVID you know tracking, a lot of the election sites that did a lot of the election results. They so they do these really great massive big data uh, visualization projects, and they're going to bring you know that 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 feature and tool set into Canva. So if you can imagine. You know, uh, you know, Jeff presenting to to you know your team or to, to you know a customer and being able to show these really great data visualizations that allow you to interact with the data. I think like that's the neat thing is yeah. we have a presentation platform and, and and we've all heard the term like death death by a thousand PowerPoint slides. Uh, yeah. You know, when you use Canvas slides and it has this data visualization enabled and it allows you to really just have a conversation with somebody and use the use the 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 slides as they were intended to guide the conversation to be able to allow you to dig in and you know click click a couple levels deeper you know if jeff asks a question about you know the results and how they look you know by end of quarter versus you know last year you can actually make a couple adjustments and be able to see that visualization uh you know scatter beautifully and, and show that and so those are the things that i would say you're going to see more of you know like the the whiteboarding i alluded to uh you know it's, it's going to be a big feature for us we want we want to empower you know businesses to to be able to collaborate again while well distributed and then also you know do you do more communication uh you know through visual storytelling
0: yeah, well, incredible stuff. Folks, if you aren't familiar, haven't used Canva, John already told you it's free. So go set up an account and play around with it. Go to your organization and see if they, they have licenses as well to get some of their other fancy things. And of course, follow John on, on LinkedIn and he'll tell you about all the cool stuff that's, that's coming around. So, John, thank you so much for, uh, for coming on uh, ClonTalk Live this morning and getting to reconnect. This, is, this has been great fun
1: always a pleasure really cool to see how how the, the breadth of the audience like that's really neat to see where everybody's coming from and congrats on 87 episodes that's huge
0: yeah thank you and uh, somebody's so I'm, I'm gonna have to invite you back because somebody's asking for a demo so when you guys <laughs> when that hits prod and uh, you're ready to show it come on back and, and run us through it and we'll uh, we'll see if we can get get some interest
1: gladly i'll do a part two and maybe maybe show some of the stuff we're we're, we're hinting or alluding to when it's ready
0: I'd love that. Thank you so much. Everyone, I hope you have an amazing day. And uh, thank you for spending the first part of your morning, if you're here in the US or evening, wherever in the world you are. We've had some folks come in from all kinds of new places. Philip Wyatt's here. We appreciate him. He's up from Dallas. That's not too far away. Uh, Turkey was here. Pakistan was here. Guys, we will be back next Tuesday morning at 8.30 Central Time and uh, with another great episode here uh, and another great guest. I don't remember who it is, but there's a really good one coming up on containers. If you want to learn more about those, go check that out. And we'll start making this schedule uh, easier for you to find and know what's coming up when. But for Cloud Talk uh, Live, uh, guys, I am Jeff DeVerter, Chief Technology Evangelist here at Rackspace, and John Itell over there and uh, from over at Canva. Hope you guys have an amazing day. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Cloud Talk Live. Now, here at CloudTalk, we strive to help decode the ever-changing world of technology to help you apply it to your business so that hopefully you'll have one more tool in your arsenal to help improve your business and those around you. Now, this was a live event, which happens almost every Tuesday and Thursday at 8.30 a.m. Central Time. On the Rackspace, LinkedIn, YouTube, and Twitter accounts. Be sure to watch us there and join the conversation live with us. Now, if you haven't already subscribed, I'd encourage you to do so and maybe even give us one of those five star reviews. These episodes can be found anywhere podcasts are found. Until next time, I'm Jeff Deverter for Cloud Talk and Cloud Talk Live.